0: He just runs right into the pack. Oh, I man. wonder if he's got damage. Look at that tire. Almost went into the, into the crowd as well. Almost this went onto the front straight away. Elio trying to get sneaky.
1: Maury then... Rose, a two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap.
2: Joined first by Graham Wright-Hall. Graham, you won here a couple years ago. You've had some good results since then. What's it take to get back in victory lane this weekend?
0: Well, I mean, I wish I knew I would have been back in victory lane a lot more before this. But, no, we're, we're solid. I think uh, we should be pretty strong this week. And We made as many changes as we feel like is right to start. And then from there, just got to modify and tweak and get better. But, yeah, I mean, we've always finished up front. You look at the last few years, been top six, top five, four. Uh, on the podium a couple times, 1, 15. We just need to figure out how to qualify up front. I think we'll have a good chance at it. What's it take to be successful at a technical track like this? Making no mistakes. And this place really exemplifies that because it's uh, got a lot of elevation change. Makes it really tough. So mistakes are going to be critical and trying to keep it, keep it on the dance floor. And uh, you know, Have a good, solid weekend. I mean, Mother Nature looks like she's going to be kind to us this weekend. Should be a good weekend. Uh, weather-wise, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, but, you know, just a uh, lot of elevation, a lot of blind spots around here, so keeping it keeping it on the dance floor is always good. Lastly, this is the second race
2: in a row you've had the Saturday evening practice after qualifying instead of Sunday morning. How'd you like it in
0: Road America? Do you like it then, or would you prefer it Sunday morning more close to race time? With the early starts, Saturday night's fine. You know, with the early starts, it's a good thing to have it Saturday night. So, uh, for me, it's perfectly fine. Cool. Good luck this weekend. Thanks
2: joined next by ryan norman ryan welcome to indycar good to have you here a couple years in indy lights so you raced here before you got to test here recently how Mm -hmm. was testing what was it like yeah well first off it's great to be back here
3: um last week we tested here with i was with uh grosjean and it was just the two of us and yeah it was really great to get back in the car um it was my first time with the aero screen because i tested back in 19 with indretti um And, yeah, I mean, I was able to get up to speed really quickly. I got five sets of tires to get through, so really just tons of experience, tons of laps. Um, The lap times were pretty close, too, so I'm feeling confident going into this weekend.
2: One of the big things we often talk about in testing is track conditions were way different, but I would imagine since it was just last week, they're probably pretty close to this weekend.
3: Yeah, it was actually pretty chilly out, so it was very similar to today. I think the track's going to be very different on Sunday. Obviously, it's going to be almost 90 degrees out. And also, no one really ran the track before we got there. So the track was no very green yeah. for, for testing. Um, and obviously, you got all the rotating stuff out there right now. So we'll also see how the, the Cooper tires go with the Firestone. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to kind of see where the track's at right now.
2: So obviously, your deal came together, what felt like last minute. How long did it take everything to come together from start to finish for you? Has this been you know a long time in the making how did it how did it unfold um well the journey here has
3: definitely been you know long term um it's been my end goal this whole time um but the the deal with Dale kind of happened pretty much the week before the Road America race um so I flew out to the shop right then on Tuesday did the seat fit and then spent the weekend with them um but yeah Peter Rossi's managed me this year and um, we were speaking with Dale, and obviously Dale loves to give shots to the young talent, and so I'm thankful thankful for my shot, um, and he just uh, wanted to see what I can do in the car.
2: So a realistic expectation this weekend is qualifying and race-wise, how do you think you can do after you know a, a day of testing and, and obviously learning from Roman and, and his experience so far this year? What's the... Uh, where do you finish did you come home and you go, that was a good damn good weekend?
3: Uh, definitely qualify in the top 12, um, which I feel, especially with my knowledge of this place, and um, the only thing that I really had to work on at the test was hitting the peak of the tire. I kind of would hit it maybe like a lap late, lap or two late, so um, that's going to be my, kind of my main focus in these practice sessions is hitting that peak of the tire for qualifying. Um, once I do that, I feel like the lap times will be right there. Um, Grosjean and I were running same same pace with the worn tires out, so I think top twelve is realistic. I, I you know, who knows what happens. I obviously I'm going to go for that top six, um, and then obviously anything can happen in these races. They're long races, and um, I feel physically and mentally prepared, so I'm going to give everything I have. This is kind of my shot to see what I can do.
2: Last question. Obviously, your teammate is technically a rookie although he's got years of formula one experience what's it been like to you know kind of work with him over the last couple of weeks learn from him was he able to offer some good advice oh
3: yeah absolutely um i was able to look at his data during testing yeah. um and he's a really nice guy he's very open and you know open with what he's learned over his experience coming into the series and how I can apply and everything that so yeah he's been a great teammate has been a great teammate too um was able to spend I was on the stand with Grosjean during the Road America race so um yeah it's, it's been great really excited
2: awesome man good luck this weekend thank you joined now by Felix Rosenquist Felix again welcome back how are you feeling man
4: uh, I feel good uh yeah the last couple of weeks have been kind of busy trying to get back in shape and uh even if i haven't been busy working with racing it's been uh you know just a goal getting back here and at 100 percent uh, and it's worked well i had a lot of good people around me to to help me to feel better uh and yeah I, I feel just the last couple of days everything is feels normal
2: so in the, in that moment i overheard you say you kind of like close your eyes and brace for impact did you feel like uh, Oh crap! I might have broke something. Or did you kind of know right away, like, hey, I'm I'm hurt, but you know nothing's broken. Everything feels semi okay.
4: It's kind of hard to know because normally in those kind of crashes, uh, when it's like a bizarre kind of crash, yeah. you you get quite a lot of shock. Like yeah. you you don't. That's why I knew like I couldn't trust myself if I was fine or not. Uh, obviously, I knew I could move my legs. I could move my arms. I i could turn my head and all that but i had quite a lot of pain everywhere so i was like man i'm not the one right now to decide if i'm fine or not um but yeah like it's yeah it's a weird scenario and and when you start calming down from it then you realize pretty much where where you might have an injury or pain but not yeah they they realize pretty quickly that nothing is broken and uh yeah they did a good job with everything
2: what's it like being stuck at a i don't know 45 degree angle in a wall is it you know looking at the sky is it kind of like scare you for a quick second there or is the is the safety personnel pretty much talking to the whole time like hey you're good we got you
4: no No, i I didn't really think honestly you don't really understand where you are because when you sit in the car all you can see is like you're looking up and you don't really understand exactly the situation but they did a good job explaining everything and they talked to me and it was fine so uh it was just a tricky place to get me out that's it did you get any
2: simulator work in advance of this weekend to just kind of get the feel of the car since you've been off for three weeks now give or take
4: yeah we uh we went to the simulator last week in north carolina chevy simulator and you know everything felt good so uh, that was kind of a I was kind of nervous, you know, you never know if something's going to feel weird, like jumping in the car, putting on the belts, maybe you might get dizzy or something, but everything was good, so so we were all really pleased with that.
2: You've obviously had success here before, almost your first win a couple of years ago, and a couple top tens. What makes this place, A, one of your best tracks, but also at the same time one of the trickiest places, Darius?
4: I think it's just an interesting track you know it's uh, very tight and twisty but it still promotes really good overtaking uh we have a very special you know setup with fans here you know people come from everywhere and they seem to be really all like diehard indycar fans here and uh yeah i think just that mix you know good race every year and uh interesting track uh really cool fans i think that that whole setup just makes it a unique event and and that's why i love it
2: awesome man well best of luck this weekend and hope you keep feeling good thanks man joined now by pato award pato second the championship heading into mid-ohio wasn't your most exciting race at road america what what was a fuel mileage issue that just didn't didn't click the entire
5: race um well yes the fuel mileage was definitely kind of like handicapping us uh towards the end of the race um you know, and I wasn't the only one just dropping back like yeah. four or five places whenever that came into play, um, and it didn't help that I had uh, like six or eight Hondas behind me, um, so I couldn't I couldn't really do much. But yeah, I mean, it, honestly, we, we, we weren't the fastest in North America. We we never really got to that window of of being very competitive. Uh, but I think we were on for at least a top five, top six finish if we didn't get into the issue of not being able to to make the race uh, if if I didn't hit a a very big number, so, yeah.
1: Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula 1 Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favorite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the
2: show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on! Now this weekend, how do you approach this weekend after last weekend? Knowing, Listen, I need a couple more points to close that gap back up a little bit to Alex Pillow.
5: Uh, a win would be fantastic uh, But yeah I just I need to outscore them as much as I can
2: Now this is the I asked a couple other guys this This is the second race in a row you've had a Saturday Evening practice after qualifying instead of Sunday morning Do you like that setup? Does it give you a little bit more time to kind of think about things Before the race comes around On Sunday? Uh,
5: not really I like I like it before the race
2: so what, dif- what difference does it make having it on Sunday morning? For those who maybe don't,
5: yeah, don't you, understand. You don't have to sleep after it. You kind of just wake up, and it's straight to the race. But I feel like when you have it on race day, you wake up, you do that, you're back into like the feeling of everything, and then you get into the race. So, I mean, honestly, it's whatever. But if I had to choose from one or the other... Uh, the only con and bad thing about having it on Sunday is that if you have a shunt... Yeah, might be in a very difficult position for the race. So how are you
2: feeling about your odds this weekend right now for a top five finish? Granted we haven't even started practice yet, but how do you, how do you feel heading into this weekend?
5: Um yeah, I'm kinda just waiting to see what what we'd roll off in practice with and you know, hopefully we'll roll off strong like we did in, in Detroit and Barber and everything. And that will it will just make everything easier to like not rush through through changes and stuff whenever you just don't roll off strong and, and you have to kind of yard sale the car.
2: So your teammate Felix Rosenquist is back this weekend. He was telling us before you said before the race that you were going to win for him and you pulled it through. So sort of like Babe Ruth like you're calling your shot. Was it rewarding to actually follow through on that? And yeah. what's it like having Felix
5: back in the paddock this weekend? It felt damn good. Um, and it's I, I miss Felix, man. I mean, we're like um we're very close i mean even if we're not working we're always hanging out together because I, I just enjoy his company yeah um he he's honestly I, I, I treat him like he's a brother um and we just we just enjoy each other's company like we just really get along and we know what it is to work well together and we know what we need to work well together um you know unfortunately we don't really drive the same car because i drive completely different to what he drives so sometimes setup changes are useless to me of what he finds and then what i find is useless to him but i think in general it's just it's good to have someone that's that's good fast aggressive um respects you and you just get along with them i mean it's just it's nice to, to have them around yeah
2: last question you got a essentially a month off after this weekend until nashville any plans, just relaxing, vacation?
5: Yeah, I have to go to Italy for some uh, marketing stuff uh, for the team, and then I'm just going to chill out. I think we have a test. I don't know where. Uh, but, yeah, I haven't really paid attention too much to my schedule. I'm kind of just taking it as it goes because it's, it's pretty packed up. I get
2: it, man. Well, good luck this weekend. Thank you. Marinas. welcome back. How you feeling, man? How's the uh, collarbone?
6: Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, collarbone is... Strong, stronger than it's ever been with the titanium plates. so uh, no, like, my arm's fine, I can just uh, I could just go through life like I always did, so uh, I think it will not be a big issue in the car, and uh, yeah, we're gonna see how that goes, but I've been in the car in the simulator with no issues, and we changed the padding from the Hans device around a little, for the rest, yeah, it's gonna be, uh, be alright, and I think we can just, you know, just like every weekend, go for the win. We've seen some drivers do a quick turnaround from a collarbone injury but um was there ever any thought that you maybe could do road america or is that too soon uh, i hope so like if i was going to be cleared, I like it was going to be super painful but i could have tried um but yeah like i was there and it just felt like very painful still so uh, i think it's a good thing we uh we didn't drive and it all healed up fast for this race and uh now we can just get the street going again.
2: So, from what I heard, you also cracked your helmet. You have that helmet on uh, on display at home as a reminder of uh, no. keeping that helmet.
6: I forgot it in the, in the <laughs> ambulance. So uh, I think I think I got a picture from the from the fire department. Where they had like uh, where they put it like on the car. Yeah. Um even though you've missed a race, you're still six in the points, I believe. Yeah. Is, uh, is that still on your mind? Are you still still going to try to get the championship this year? Uh, it's going to be very tough. Yeah. Like, uh, it's going to be very, very hard, but, you know, nothing's impossible in any car. So I'm just going to give it all every weekend and see where I end up. Cool.
2: Uh, last question from me. It's a little bit cool today. It's supposed to warm up throughout the weekend, though. So, how are you going into approaching your first race back? Is it kind of. Easing, easing into practice today. Or are you? What's your uh, What's your plan of
6: attack? Um, we got more practice than I'm used to. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm just I'm gonna do it like I always do. I think just just race and uh, build it up a little, and uh, yeah, just I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be back back on speed like as who as exactly I normally normally am. Well, yeah. good luck this weekend, man. Thank you. Good to see you back.
0: The Hammerdown Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.